Good morning, everyone. We can talk now. If you're listening on podcast, you'll have actually heard these words because we have a microphone above us. Because <sighs> we've noticed that this crashes in halfway through a sentence. Yeah, I'm really sorry if that's been it's happening really on annoying. podcast. And that's because YouTube puts up an ad just yeah, before, yeah. so yeah. we didn't realise. So sorry for that. And that won't happen again. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, how are we all feeling today? And just in one word, how are you feeling? There's a great thing that we learned in, um, in a, when Mark was in rehab. Fine. False information nicely expressed. Yeah, it's a very good one, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So um, just say the true word of actually how you're feeling at the moment and we'll just read some of them out. Disconnected. Disconnected. Okay. Um, give us your words, guys. If you're listening, shout them out. Or even say them to the person who's travelling with you in a car or on Joyous. the train. Joyous. Joyous. Who said joyous? Happy Bernie. Angela Thompson. Joy. Sharon Schliebusch. Blessed. Fantastic. Natasha Milchin. Sleep deprived. Oh, sleep deprived. Angie Bayliss. Oh, uh, Angie Bayliss Harrison Mundy. Pained. Mm. Chaotic, Zoe Agnew. Relieved, says Andy Collier. Um, hot, <laughs> from Portugal, says Nicola Lee. Uh, nervous dentist, says Julie Hilton. <laughs> Rattled, says That's a Ella. good word. Yeah, that's good. Faith Goodman, thirsty. I like it when it's simply descriptive, isn't it? If you've got... How are you feeling? Emma Walsh, Henry. optimistic. That's nice. Emma Walsh, yeah. yeah. MT2, yeah. on my way. That's three words, not loud. I think I felt optimistic this morning. You know that thing when you come back from holiday and you're trying to recalibrate? I felt so out of sorts and I felt I haven't felt well and I've had a headache and I've had... But today I feel more hopeful. Wow, see, I've felt great, and then today's the first day I haven't. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Discombobulated, Steffi Quinn. Love, one of my favourite words, discombobulated. So, um, yeah, lots to chat about, as ever, today. Let's get to the nub of the matter. The BBC and this continuing, let's put it in inverted commas now, scandal. It's taking all sorts of twists and turns. I was doing a couple of Zoom chats and meetings and then in the middle of them I saw this headline and I sent it to Nad said have you seen the story of the actual young we want to call them a child but they're 20 right now so and would you call a 17 year old a child a teenager so the young adult at the center of this BBC photograph sex scandal uh, came out and said or lawyers for them said that the parents weren't telling the truth, or they, they, they were exaggerating the story, or it wasn't accurate, or they were kind of... No, well, they actually, it actually said nothing... They've said, it's no, true. No, nothing untoward, no, nothing... Yeah. I can't remember what the actual word is, has happened at all. So I don't know about you guys. Obviously, we, but we're both in, in, the, in, in the media business, so, of course, WhatsApp groups were going crazy yesterday with what you know, trying to work out what this could possibly mean with loads of different theories coming up. Um, but then it was, you yeah. were very, you were very sort of confused again, weren't you, when the parents then came out? Well, the said, parents came back. And how, I thought, yeah, good, good. Go how has he afforded a lawyer? Where has the lawyer come from? Which then, we still don't have the answer to that. And then I, in the, we were in the commercial break of Love Island. I got back late last night and I was in the com commercial break of Love Island. I don't know why. And sometimes I sort of think, is this just, is it just wrong to kind of go with what one's, you know, it'd been quite an emotional evening. And I, when I heard the parents say, um, you know, OK, so who's paying his legal fees suddenly? Who, how has he suddenly got a lawyer? 
This this young adult who can I just ask? Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. We just finished. Yeah, after just finished, yeah. Remind me. But allegedly, who allegedly there's been talk about crack cocaine and all this kind of stuff. My immediate connecting thought there, which got me into a bit of a frazzle, was there seems to be a parallel here between someone who's young and vulnerable and someone who's older and powerful and there being a feeling like another layer of legal support was being offered by someone in a position of power to someone who wouldn't normally have had it. But do you know, but that could be one theory, but is there, is there another theory? Is it a bit like in America where lawyers can sort of ambulance chase? Could somebody, could a law firm have found this chap and offered him free legal service because this law firm is going to be, the name is going to be everywhere, isn't it? I just wondered if it's the same here as in America. I'm sure they could, but who do they know? And well, why the did son, they do the it? Son knows and where he, did they the come son from? knows the name. The no, 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 but my point is, is that say, say, sort of like an angel, a sort of legal angel sort of drops in and goes, look, I'm, I'm going to fight this case for you, but I'd be curious to know where that legal angel came from. Yeah, well, we, these are all things that we are going to find out. What I keep, the pulse that keeps going through me the entire time is um, the family of parallel? the families, the two families that are involved in this smoke and mirror narrative that's going on now, where, again, because there are no, there's no real story, everybody's coming up with their own stories, and I just keep thinking about the families. It's just, it's just, it's just beyond belief. Because I mean, some of the things that you're hearing have got, just gone so crazy now. I mean, I thought it was really curious. There are all sorts of kind of clips online on social media of BBC presenters. There's a lot of upset at the BBC. I mean, mm. a lot of upset uh, and almost sort of presenters. amounting to a rebellion. Well, not just from presenters, but from people working yeah. who, are who are themselves saying that they feel that the entire establishment is protecting this person. And yet at the same time, at the same time, could we, you know, if a young adult has said there was nothing untoward happening here. You can see where it begins to become very problematic about just naming and just stating. And it might be something that's, to quote someone, what was it, what was the quote from Philip? It was irresponsible but not illegal mm. or whatever mm. it was. Um, could we be looking at something like that? Nothing illegal but, but foolhardy or stupid or silly or regrettable or something like that. And is that in and of itself a kind of a reason to kind of, you know, name and shame someone? It's... It's complicated, but I don't know why. I just last night got into a bit of a panic thinking, I don't know why I don't like this feeling of other people feeling like... I'm not saying this is what's happened. I'm not saying this is what happened, but it's kind of suggested <clears throat> in the parents' response of somehow young, vulnerable people being represented by legal... by lawyers that aren't necessarily there of their own free will. But you know what the other side of that it's is? just a thought worried parents are being represented by a tabloid newspaper, you know. And, mm. and, and would we, if we were worried mm. about our child's welfare, go to a tabloid newspaper no. to sort it out? No, it's all. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't. It would all be done very quietly. I wouldn't want the world to know. I wouldn't yeah. want... So that in itself, for me, how did that happen? You know, and that's... Yeah, it's just murky waters, isn't it? Did but out of it came a good conversation yesterday, actually, with our daughters, because I was talking about the, you know, this anomaly of you are still considered a child mm. sexually if you're under 18 and any porno pornographic images have been shared and yet you can legally have sex at 16. Mm. And uh, one of our daughters said, I absolutely think 
the age should be 18, not 16. I was really surprised. Right. For legally, legally, legal age for sex. Right. I was really surprised because usually young people, she right. say things, everything should be younger. Right. But she was saying, you know, if you're not mentally yes. uh, mature enough to deal... Can I please clarify that because I didn't understand. So, so that the legal age of consent should be increased? Increased to right. 18, like, because, because why is that in place, the pornography thing? Because there's an understanding that somebody under that age isn't really m mature enough. No mentally to make those decisions of whether and so why would they be a 16 and so and you know what i think i actually agree i think the legal age should be increased to 18 because you always go on so so 16 oh it's all right at 13 at 14 you know it's it's hmm. uh, i yeah, I can't believe it. I, think I, I agree. A funny I, I, well, I, I tell you what, another aspect of this story. So I, that, that was, I'm just sharing what was my kind of response last night. That was my feeling when I heard this thing about how has he afforded the lawyers and all that. And I thought, hang on a minute, this is this was also the case with that other person who was who's got legal representation by someone else who's been who's in a position of power. So I got all kind of like that. Another part of this story that I think is really kind of salutary is I think it's easy to just smash and bash the BBC. Um, and it's easy to smash ITV. But, you know, there is a social media hunger, isn't there, mm. for immediacy exactly. and for information. And we need, you know, collectively, culturally, everyone wants the dopamine hit of who is it, who is it, who is it, who is it. And in a sense, you know, if there's due process that needs to be gone through here, then, then so be it. It's like the ITV inquiry. It's going to take six months, da 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 You know, you could... So, uh, so, uh, so you said that there's a number of people that work at the BBC saying that this person should be named. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are really furious. Well, and, and what, I've, what I've seen, and I think Deadline were reporting it, is that a number of people feel that they are being, um, because of their connection with the higher echelons of the BBC, that they are being protected disproportionate to to the story mm. that if, if it were someone of a sort of different stature or in a different part of the channel i mean i don't know you know when somebody's uh, then, then they would they, then yeah. they would have been it would have been revealed and it would be known by now i think that i, think I wonder if that, that is true yeah. or i wonder if the bbc have an exact procedure that they always follow. Mm, mm. It's a curious because one. surely after the Jimmy Savile, there must have been. Well, there were. There was reviews and inquiries to the hilt, weren't there? So there must be a very strict procedure. And that I they think there must be a very compelling reason for them for Not having to. gone this long yeah. without doing it, yeah. given the nature of where they were at with the Jimmy Savile thing. I think the last thing they're going to want to do is call... I mean, that's an interesting point. Someone's just mentioned the Cliff Richard story, which I saw mentioned the other day, and if, let's think about that for a moment. I'm not a fan of Cliff Richard at all, but... Do you remember... As a the, performer. No, 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 as a performer. Don't I don't know him, no. But do you remember the fever pitch of yeah. helicopters? Yeah, I do. And monitoring of the... I mean, hang on a minute. I mean, it's a good point, you know... Were the same standards being used there? There was a person who was who was stalked, who was named, who was framed, who was given no right of reply. Had the entire media? I mean, the BBC had was it a BBC had chartered the helicopter to go over the. There was, was it? it. There was. It was incredibly. Was it the, no, the BBC. I know. I think the chartered yeah, the filming his property once no, no, it was it being investigated. The I'm pretty certain it was. Lee, are you here? You might know this I'm pretty story. certain that the BBC had cameras in helicopters, didn't they? As they Lee's were, good on this as story. they were, um, as they went in and ransacked it and did everything like that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, and uh, just one sec. And can you pick up? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that. Um, 
that uh, they were. I'm pretty sure that the BBC were responsible for, for sort of really kind of jumping on that. So I can only think that the reason they're holding... So there are two reasons. They're either holding back because this person's in an incredibly privileged position um, and uh, connected, and uh, I hate to always go to this, perhaps, you know, if he's revealed or she's revealed or whatever, if they're revealed, what else could be revealed and all that kind of stuff... Or they're going through a very, very specific due diligence. Do you and, think um, sh this person should be named then? Do I think this person should be named? Well, here's the curious detail of all of it. Regardless of whether something illegal or wrong has happened or not, the people or the person that people think it is will have to come out at some point and return to the public realm. And you can't tell me that at that point it's going to be unremarked upon. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's I going to be a point where this person is going to be revealed. I was listening to this media lawyer yesterday on the radio like, late last night, and they were saying that, you know, the thing is, the son's lawyers will have to have gone over this God, with a fine tooth comb. They, they, they must feel that they had enough because this will be a massive case. People were saying yesterday that, you know, this could bring the sun down if they haven't got the evidence that they say that they've got, because the the lawsuit would be phenomenal. So well, I've just got a bit of a uh, strange feeling in my chest. But what the sun have said today, I just think is quite weak. What have they said? Well, or was it yesterday? Which? It wasn't any about what the, the, about what they know and what they've got. I mean, yeah, they no, say I did too. I did too. I agree. It, I it, totally it, agree. It's not like they came out all guns blazing, where you go, "Oh right, okay, no, the son have definitely have definitely got this stitched up." And but then again, we know that they will have the very best media lawyers that will everything will have had to gone through it. You know, I mean, I've got friends that are journalists on various different papers, and they say, you know, God, it is everything that they do is gone through with a mm. fine tooth comb. Yeah. yeah, Stuart Hannum, many YouTubers have named them. Good for them. We're not going to name them. Um, I don't believe in naming no. the person at all. And, and here's... Not yet. Yeah, but here's not the thing. I mean, more. OK, here's another part of the kind of equation. Do you remember when we did our media studies session, the morning of Holly Willoughby coming on this morning and talking, and us talking about the photographs of Phil with his mum and all this kind of stuff? Let's look at it as a... Me let's look at this as a media project. Um, you could look at this... Let's not forget, all of this story blew up on the same weekend as the whole George Osborne story... The son, the son seemed to have no appetite at George all. George Osborne's story didn't take off at all. Well, oh, it did funny that, isn't it? I mean, it's a whole novel, that story. But isn't that, don't you think there's... Yes, some people say there's a connection there. interesting that, that, yes. Um, the, the son had zero appetite to pursue, you know, the ITV story recently. They had huge appetite for this. And I'm just... And, and, and so did all of the kind of people who were very sort of you know, circumspect about the whole Philip Schofield thing, you know, the Jeremy Clarksons, the uh, Piers Morgans, who were very like, no, no, everyone has to really take time and be really careful and considerate about this. Um, they jumped on this, like, they, they, they was like, no, come on, it's the BBC, let's go for it, let's go for it, let's go for it. Um, and you're right, I just wonder, do you think perhaps they got a little bit trigger-happy at the sun? 
fired this off, went nuts, saw something, fired hard, I went hard, and actually are now backfilling like mad to try and stand can, it up. I don't think they can do that because I'm you sure can't. It's not, it's not just the Wild West where you know journalists can just pump out whatever they want. Everything has to go through the lawyers. Well, I, I agree, but you so never I know. Don't... I mean, I think I think with all of these institutions, they they can try and play fast and fast and loose with, with with the rules and everything like that. Anyway, well, look, Tim Davy, the head of the uh, BBC, he's having to uh, he's having to give a, a presentation. I believe today uh, over the kind of BBC's performance director general um, so he is going he is going to be he is going to be facing the media today too yeah the police have said that they're well, not but, I mean the police have said there is no investigation not officially no but they have no I'm saying there is no they've said there's no official investigation exactly yeah, so yeah, that's why the BBC are now putting doing their own investigation which doesn't that say that nothing illegal, illegal has happened? happened. If the police are saying there is no investigation. Put it this that, way. Doesn't that mean also that there is no evidence of anything illegal occurring? And here's the thing, going back to whoever said lots of other YouTubers have named them. If people are naming this person and they're naming this person... It's not right. And it transpires that absolutely nothing illegal has happened, I'd be really worried. Because they're going to be sued. I'd be really worried if I was all those people who'd name the person. And it's quite right that people get sued. You can't just, you can't just, you know. Yeah, I think lots of, I think lots of people will go be going through their social media feeds, going, oh god, did I really like that? Did I do all that kind of yeah. stuff? Uh, yeah, be careful even liking and sharing stuff. Yeah, can't yeah, yeah. you? You can be done for sharing absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So be careful about that, guys. So the scandal continues. Anyway, let's get on to lighter subjects. Beach hoggers. Let's talk about beach hoggers and towel police. Shall I, I play them my little video? Yeah, this, yeah. once do you, you do that, I'm going to grab a coffee. This is what I sent. Me, me and Kay and Jane have a little WhatsApp group, and this is what I sent them <laughs> from my holiday. Hang on, where is it? I look like a bag of shit, I have to say. Hang on, uh, where is it? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, is that it? Me. Just now. I feel oh, no, that's not. <laughs> I'm just scared now. I'm going to play you one that you shouldn't hear. <laughs> I'm just going to put my earpiece in <laughs> in case it's a little bit too. Go. I'm actually so stressed. Okay, guys, I'm just, I'm just, just making a coffee. <laughs> this is going to. This could. This, this, this could. This could go to. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Nothing. It's all right. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> okay. Right, hang on. So, I um, I'm actually so stressed. I'm. Uh, this was me on day three, I think, of the holiday. Oh, fuck me! I'm setting my alarm. Can you hear that? Hang on. Let me turn it right up. Fuck me! I'm setting my alarm. Fucking half past seven to get the bed. configuration of the beds so they can get two umbrellas they go down to the beach for most of the day they've got two umbrellas all day for when they fancy bringing their little shit of a child <laughs> back for a little play in the water honestly i i'm gonna end up getting fucking arrested i need a fucking zoom with a fucking therapist because <laughs> i can't do the bed thing <laughs> i literally can't do the bed thing <laughs> Oh my god. 
ever. So then Jane told Lee, because I was pretending to Lee that, oh, everything was... I was winding him up with the holiday, going, oh, everything's just so perfect. Aren't you so annoyed that you came back from your holiday before us? And Jane told Lee, and Lee was going... Lee texted me, going, so, tell me, what time are you setting the alarm for the bed? But it became like I was probably the worst person in the end. Because I was getting down there because I needed five beds and I needed them this way and I needed them not too close to the pool because all the babies were there. And I was like, I was becoming that person. Lee, I did enjoy it when Jane played me this. <laughs> everyone, everyone laughing there. It's very funny. I have to confess, you became more stressful than it, though. Yes. Every morning, yes. it was like I became, crack of dawn, 6am. I became obsessed. You bought binoculars. It became my workaholism. You know, I was looking out of the window and just, ah, oh, it's little fuckers. But anyway, so it, it, it moved on through the week. And I think about day three, we were sitting there. So I was getting there early and I wasn't moving and I was going without breakfast. And the reason I was going out without breakfast was because... Um, the towel police arrived. I was, they were really intimidating. They would, come that, up, they would come over to you, even if you were sat there and hand a piece of paper. No, so what they did was they came along, whipped the towels No, off no, no, the they bed. gave you a forewarning. You had a certain amount of time. No, well, yeah, but It then, was like a ticket. They gave you a ticket. But honestly, the joy that I felt when I saw these towels being ripped off the sunbed, I thought, who have I become? But they're proper beefy I'm blokes. Like, proper beefy blokes. Like, you don't mess with them. I was like Mrs Scroggins looking... Curtain twitch again. See, that'll teach you. Mm. But then, of course, everyone wised up to it because they can't actually move your personal belongings. Right. So you... people were going to the pool, wetting their bikini so it looked like they'd been for a mm. swim, God. squeezing it out, and then putting it on top of their towel. Do you know what I did? Then their towel Do you know what I did? Because I thought they're not going to want to cross this. They're not going to want to cross this this sort of bridge. I placed my inhaler on my bed. <gasps> Medical. Medication. Medication was a good one. Take a load wow. of inhalers with you if you've got asthma. And pop oh, them I've on got your a bed. good idea. Box of tampons. Put a box of tampons on your towel to keep the beach police away. Put a used one on the end of no, your... No, no. Why do you always have to go too far? Why? Well, because it clearly marks no, the spot. No, it marks your territory. No. We don't make jokes like that because we're not six and we're not in school. That's true. Yeah. Um... So, what have been you your tech? Oh, but yesterday I was reading this article, and in Spain they're doing it on the beach. No, listen to this. Look, holidaymakers trying to reserve spots on Spanish beaches risk having their belongings removed, so your idea doesn't work, and they could face a hefty fine. In Alicante, they've introduced a rule that you can't put down chairs, hammocks, or umbrellas before 9:30 a.m. And. What was I going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. I'm trying to think of other when, things you could put the down. The day we went to the beach, the guy did come and take the towels of somebody. Time. He did take the towels of yeah. But our hotel, when you arrived, you had to give 100 euros for your towels. Yeah, so you don't for five them. towels. Deposit. You get it back. Deposit. And then you get them back when you... So when they were whipping these towels away, we were even going, oh, that's going to cost them 15 euros. Do you remember the family... And I, don't, I, I think I caught a shot of this. The family who placed quite robustly... A pair of pants on a... On a yes. Pair. That was quite... Frizzy, uh, lacy knickers. Stake to claim. Stake to claim. So what have been... Your, come on, be honest. I want some of your stories. What I, have you been pushed to? Do you know what I saw? I saw someone had popped a copy of Reader's Wives on their, on their sunbed. Yeah, it was porn. terrible. 
See, the thing is, we've said it is more expensive to go to a hotel than to go to a villa. And when you go to a villa, you don't have to bloody share your beds. Here we go. Here, look, people have got their collections of things. A book, Ellie Denning, a swimming noodle. That's good. Swimming and noodle. And a pair of goggles. That's good. I think wet clothes, because what is the worst one? The worst one is where it looks absolutely pristine dry, which means they've gone to breakfast, then they're going to go and have a shower, then they're going to go for a wander around the village, and then they're going to come and take the bed for the afternoon sun, because we are proper sunbathers. We go there from morning till night, so I, we I, use I, our beds all day. Can I be honest, though? <laughs> can I be honest? What? Uh, I, this is a big deal. It is a big deal. No, 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 what I'm about to say. Oh, God. Prepare you, yourselves. You slightly gave me the ick. Oh! The way in which you got became obsessed about but it. But I tell you what didn't give you the ick. When we weren't dealing with the kids going, oh, but I'm too hot and I need an umbrella and I need to be near the loo because I'm pre-mentioned and I'm this and I'm that. And when you wafted down and didn't want the sun and you had the umbrella at the exact spot you needed it for your bed to read your book, so don't give me ick. Mister. I spent most of the day trying to get chia seeds out from between my teeth. Exactly. So let's talk about icks and let's be honest. The ick of your chia seeds from the buffet was not a great moment for me. I didn't know me. you weren't supposed to eat raw chia seeds. Why did they put them out? Anyway, if I just We haven't got to our hotel again, I swear. I will find myself a bed exactly where I want it. Because where I wanted a bed, where I wanted a bed was on the bloody beach, because so I love being funny, on the beach. Yeah, but you get sand under Don't your toenails. Don't you Are you talking to me? Are you even talking to try. I'm make... looking at you there. Oh, right, OK. Oh. Don't you even try to put the ick on me. Oh, my God. See what happens if I say the word ick? Fake dirty nappy. Very good idea, me. That's a good one. That's a good one. Or just use an, a um, near neighbour's screaming child and sort yeah, of place them on your bed. Child. Yeah, I find our space and spread the kids' stuff all around Ellen to make, make us, us to make like... sure no one comes too close on the beach. We have great beaches here in North Wales and people decide to plot themselves around. Really? That's a good one. Kids. It was like Kate, Jane was really funny on Friday. We were talking a bit about this on this room. She goes, you know, me and Gary, she said, we'd always get, like, our perfect beds. We'd get our bottle of rosé. We'd be all set. And he goes, and you'd just be dropping off and you'd hear, pop, pop. No, I can't make the sound now. And she goes, two idiots will be coming and playing with that button ball thing. And she'd say to them, I thought they were she'd want to sex. say to them, don't, you wouldn't do that at home. Why are you suddenly doing that on the beach? <laughs> really made me I think up. getting inflatables is good. Getting inflatables and popping them all around because they'll be like, so oh, wanna, no, they're going to yeah. be moving all over the bloody Yeah, top. so big bags of crisps and yeah. all that, so you look like a right... What's it... You know, maybe even handkerchiefs to go on your head. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, you just need to look like a really disruptive prospect and then suddenly... But, yeah, my God, people were people were up and out at ludicrous times. I mean, I never believed this idea. I know it's often characterised as the Germans are like that, but I noticed... Was it German? I tried to work out who the nationality was. It was a whole it was a Everybody's mixed bag. Everybody's like that. Everybody's like that. I mean, it <sighs> did... It did it, I think it started with the Germans, didn't it? Yeah. Do you I remember mean, there I, was that I, advert years ago where they, they were all running? Yeah. And didn't... didn't Wasn't it the beer that... And then he did the American yeah. football throw? Yeah. And the towel is running, yeah. and he's running out to the bed. I love that advert. Well, we were in a hotel. I can't remember the hotel. It meant, not before, but years ago we were in this hotel and um, we had, uh, and there was a big thing going on with the Germans and the Brits and the beds. And the Germans were coming down very early and putting their towels, and the Brits were coming a bit later because they were all hung over and throwing the towels. 
But then the Germans were coming down and saying, ah, oh, that's my bed, because they tied a little red ribbon to the bottom of the bed, to the bed leg, so that they could identify their bed if their towel wasn't on it. Wow. So then one day we came down and the Brits had thrown the beds with the towels into the pool. You know what I'm going to do next time? I might take a padlock and chain and attach you to the bed. <laughs> that will keep everyone away, wouldn't it? Oh, I just can't wait for the next time we're away and I don't save him a bed because it gives him the ick. So, beach hoggers, towel police. I posted something on the Coffee Moaning Threads account on, on Insta Stories. There's literally people walking around. They will take your shit and they will chuck it in. Well, they won't chuck it in the bed. Oh, there we go. Bed. German, my little pennies. I'm German. Mind your head and I'll get it back down here. Sorry. My little, little pennies. I'm German. My grandpa used to get up, grandma used to get up at 6am to put the pat towels down and then went back to yeah. bed. This is always our holidays when we were kids. This is what used to happen. And then... Um, Another way to do it is get down to your bed, get involved in some heavy petting, because everyone's turned off by that. And then they'll just think, oh, God, you know, we can't be around these two. Make the sounds they make on, on Love Island. Listen to Lee. I don't think I've ever fought for a bed. I just saunter down and there's one for me. Lee, that's because you, don't, you, got kids you only in have tow. to look after yourself. <laughs> I have to look after my kids, their yeah, friends yeah. and him. Not me. I'm, and I'm then I'm told it's ick. I'm happy on a chair. Happy on a chair in the corner. I've done myself a disservice now. I'm not going to get a sunbed again, am I, next time? You will never <laughs> get a sunbed oh, again. Shit. And you will burn, because I won't think about all the different... He comes out and goes... Burn, baby, oh, burn. Oh, hang on. Disco Where's the factor 15? I've got 15, burn. 20, 30, 50. I've got every... Well, I can't find it. I've looked up... So I've left it in the room for you so that you could put it on before you come down so you don't get... But I couldn't find it anyway. Where was it? Exactly where I'd said. I'll never say it again. Actually, I haven't put that video out yet of you with the sun cream. What video? I, d I did a great video of him trying to put his own sun cream on mm, after we'd had a row. God. Was that just before hilarious. I headed off to the phone party to get some fucking extracurricular activity? <laughs> <laughs> OK, so that's beach hogging and all the rest of it. Um, finally, uh, grandparents praised for refusing to babysit... Oh, or should we do that, or should we do Nigella Lawson's girl dinner? We haven't got much time, so let's do girls' dinner. What girls, do you think a girls' dinner what is? What is a girl dinner? Guys, who's got some ideas of what you think? This is a TikTok thing. What is a girls' dinner? Yeah. What the hell is a girls' dinner? What is a girls' dinner? Like, if, you're, if, you're, if your partner is out, the kids are sorted, and you're just, like, going to watch a bit of telly on your own, or you've just got a mate round, what is a typical girls' dinner? Can we have a look at the answers, babe? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We just checked out. What were you doing? I was actually sort... No, I was doing something... To... Not too loud. That's oh. hurting my ear. That's hurting my ear. So what's oh it like God. for people with the microphone? Oh, my God. Crisps and wine, says Michelle. Glass of wine and cheese. Nibbles and wine. Finger food. It's all coming up, exactly. See, look. It says, it says anything. Pizza, crisp, anything. No, 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 no. There is nobody here saying a steak and chips. There is nobody here saying spaghetti bolognese. Well, there is yet. nobody here saying a microwave, white microwave curry. There is Fish nothing... Fish and chips, Andrea Crash. OK, so the majority there, it's, uh, it's not cooked food. Claire Charleston, expensive salmon. There you go. Okay, so this is something on TikTok that they call girls' dinners that Nigella came out and said, oh, it's what we call, and have done for years, picky bits. 
So it's a plate, it's maybe a few olives, it's maybe a few... Mark was looking at it, he goes, what is this? Bits and bobs, exactly. Bits and bobs? Olives, crisps, look, they were saying... Well, hang on a minute, so what are we talking about, snacking? No, no. It's a snack? No, because a snack, you just keep, you go and get the snack, picky bits as you lay it out. So if you think about it, this has been around since the time, since time began. Medieval food, tapas... Meze. Dips. Stop saying dips, it's really giving I'm me the I'm thinking of the four plastic, stop saying ti- you know, dips. things that you get in Sainsbury's with the four different no. dips. Is that? No, it's just stop saying dips. It's annoying. I'm just explaining to you exactly what it is and you just keep going, dips, dips. Like, I'm trying to get a grasp on this, you haven't explained no, it no, to me. No, because you're not listening to I me, you just listening. keep saying dips. Meze. There we go, meze. Little bits and pieces of little different flavours and textures and, you know, sour and sweet and salty because we're rather marvellous. What a load of wank. <laughs> what an absolute oh load of well, wank. Well, we're going to have to finish this now. No, I mean, Nigella, picky bits. She's too picky by far. I mean, what a load of... Well, not what, so a, a load of raw ingredients chucked on a plate and you get excited about it. This is what happened in the No Name Sunday show. I will never, ever in all my life get excited about a piece of asparagus, a piece of broccoli and a fucking carrot. It's a good, job. It. It's a good job you're not a girl. Pit, is that what a picky bit would be? And you dip it in some hummus. I'm going to dip my carrot in some there, hummus. That's like a punishment. Are there any fellas here who like picky bits? I like, I like tapas. Why are you talking in soprano? I like tapas. It's getting tap- so high that it's really hurting my ear. I like tapas. Thank you. Is Bring tapas right picky down. bits? No. Tapas is a whole palaver. <laughs> but picky bits isn't. Well, listen, there's tapas. There is meze. Sushi. There are all these things. But that all takes quite a lot of prep. So the idea comes from that, but it's just easy. It's just stuff you're getting out of the fridge, maybe a few leftovers. Cheese. You're putting it all at cheese would be a picky bit, yes. Gherkins would be a picky bit. Just stuff that you... Extras. Sides. Sides. Not sides, no. Picky bits. Fucking hell. I'm so pleased I'm not Men a woman. are Fuck from Mars, hell. women are from Venus. Picky bits. Picky bits. Jesus, I wish you'd pick my bits. Oh, my God. Right, listen, we've come to the end of this, guys. We love you very much, but we have to leave. Um, Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell, and we'll see you tomorrow.